It's just almost quarter to eight um, on Off the Pitch and you are on SAFM. We'll be leading the conversation and tonight we're talking about community matters, looking at inspirational stories of people as well as initiatives that are making a difference in communities around South Africa. On the line we have Onyu Nwaniri who is a senior executive uh, and partnerships as well as marketing manager for Africa Tikkun. Thank you very much for ch- uh, chatting to us this evening Onyu. Thank you so much for having me and thank you to your listeners. Tell us a little bit about Africa Tikkun, please, and, and what the background is of the organization. Um, Africa Tikkun is an organization that um, focuses or is passionate about young people. Our focus is to ensure that young people are economically empowered. And this means that uh, our vision is to end child poverty and youth unemployment. That's what we are really passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um, Africa Tecon uh, was started by a, business, a group of businessmen um, led by Betty Lobner and the late chief uh, Rabbi Harris um, in, the, in 1994, and their focus was on giving children and young people a better life. Uh, they then met up with Nelson Mandela during his, the late Nelson Mandela when he was a president, and who also um, gave them the inspiration to make children the center of what they did. Fast forward 20-something years later, mm-hmm. uh, we decided, uh, led by the CEO, Mark Lobner, that Africa Tikkun was great to give children a better life, but we wanted children not just to have a better life or to have the opportunity of a better life. We wanted to end child poverty. We yes. wanted to end, child, end, end youth unemployment. And to do that, we had to uh, implement a cradle to career 316 model that focuses on making sure that children uh, are given everything they need from the time they are two years old until we see them um, um, as young people who have the necessary skills um, to, to, to enter into the economic environment and, in fact, facilitated to get access into the economy in the form of employment or self-employment. Now, and I'd like you to unpack that more when it comes to that Cradle to Career 360 model because I think that that is... Uh, oftentimes we have NGOs and organizations that focus, and, and it's, it's needed, but they only focus on certain aspects of, of um, you know, the development of, of a child. So they'll either do your ECD, your early childhood development, or they'll look at getting computer skills or those sort of, um, you know, kind of uh, being able to, to find work or career placements. Um, and this is a very interesting initiative that looks at the entire scale. Can, can you break down for us how does it uh, work on an operational basis? Um, um, before I do that, I think it's important for you to understand our rational. We put ourselves in the place of parents. Yes. You know, what is it that we want in, in the best interest of our child? Or mm-hmm. the best, if it was our own children, uh, what would we want? And we said we didn't want children who were tempted on us when they were over 20, 23, 25. We didn't want children who sat at home and did absolutely nothing, nothing. and depended on us when they could become productive. Mm-hmm. And we said, e- what, what is the ultimate result we want to achieve? And we said we want children who are not just productive morally or ethically and are good citizens generally. We want children who are developed into young adults who are able to put food on their table by themselves, by um, uh, contribute to their, con- to their community, to their family by themselves, and who are able to contribute generally in terms of impacting the economy. And, and what kind of individual it, it is that for us? That is a young person who is uh, in employment or self-employment. And then we decided if that is what we want, mm-hmm. then how do you reverse engineer it? 
And reverse engineer is what are the key ingredients you need to get into a young person to get to the ultimate impact we want to achieve. Okay. And we looked at what are the key practical phases in the life of a child mm-hmm. as they mature into a young adult in employment or self-employment. And we broke it operationally into three. One is the foundation phase, which yes. you've already mentioned, the early childhood development phase. And our focus there is that children meet their age-appropriate developmental milestones and are school-ready by grade R. And we have infrastructure, resources, and we have partners that enable us to make sure that as much as we can, uh, uh, reasonably can that children that come into our community centers in the preschool environment get to that by identifying gaps during assessment, mm-hmm. having the right teachers, etc. The next phase for us practically then is the child goes off to primary and high school. What are the key ingredients that you need? We recognize that matric is everything in this country and that if you don't have matric, you cannot go nowhere. You know, the best yes. you can have is a, is a gardener. It's not that there's anything wrong with that, but we, we need more for our children. Yes. and our young people. And so we looked at what are the ingredients there. First, you need it as, as best as academic outcomes you can at grade level, and we support that. We support that with an inspired learning program that inspires young people not, not, not to achieve academic outcomes, not because they, they, they are forced to, but because they can see a vision, a better vision of themselves in the future. Then we look at leadership development, value-based development, career guidance, career patterns for children, because if they know where they are going and they can see what, how that, what that means for them in their future and how that aligns to their personality, their thinking style and, and on all the metrics around them. They to help them to become better people in terms of how they look at themselves academically. We look at the physical development and fitness of mm-hmm. that child and we introduce programs across board on that. And then finally, once that child finishes matric, our, our performance metrics is that at least 50% of them should go to tertiary because we understand the importance of tertiary. Yeah. And we also recognize that not every young person is cut out for the tertiary world. We're Definitely. not saying university. Not yeah. every child mm-hmm. should go to university either because everyone is different and have different skills, different personality and different interests. And then of course, once, they, once they have finished uh, matric and those who can't go to tertiary, we came up with the last phase, recognizing that many of them cannot across that bridge into the economy we have skills programs from basic work readiness to industry sector training and then we move specific skills that enable young people through engagement with the corporate sector and different employers but our ultimate intention is not the skilling of young people who could not go to tertiary our ultimate intention the success of our program is how many of them are transitioning into the economy so we also play an advocacy role going into employers into organizations we came up with programs that looks at access and placements, leveraging laws, whether the law is the employee tax incentive or the BEE laws, or just general employment laws. And we have been able to be that person that goes and sort of uses our privileged position as an organization to speak to employers to consider employment opportunities for young people. And that is our credit to career model in general. And of course, holistically, we look at food security, look at the child in the context of family, and we look at the child in the context of health. So you see, it's a very longitudinal program. Very longitudinal. What does a human being need, uh, both in terms of long-term 
sustainably as well as holistically. And, and it really is, I mean, I, I'm, I'm fascinated and I'm actually in awe of, of the amount of manpower and time that it takes to, to basically take that and, and commitment because this is a huge level of commitment to do um, a program that is so holistic and it really is basically from, from cradle to career. I want to chat about the communities in which you work and how, how people can get hold of you um, just after this break, please, Anya. This week, the Durban sofa scene hits the big screen. Mariam Manek gives fitness training a personal touch. Chef Vani Padiachi celebrates Raksha Bandhan. Journalist Iman Rapetti tells her own story. Dr. Anushka Reddy hosts an urban picnic. And we go behind the scenes of Race 3. Share in the Indian experience at Mela on Sunday at 2pm on SABC3. The stage is yours. Premier David Makura will host mayors of the world cities and city regions at the Metropolis Annual Assembly on the 27th to the 29th of August at the Sanson Convention Centre. Held under the theme Inclusive Metropolitan Cities and City Regions, the Metropolis Conference will discuss challenges facing cities such as urban planning, human settlement financing, social cohesion, optimizing modern technology and ways of sustaining the environment. For more information, please visit to triple w um gauteng 2018 metropolis.gauteng.gov.za together moving gauteng city region forward off the pitch with lizette khan you are on SAFM leading the conversation and tonight we are discussing, we're in conversation with Oni Nwaniri who is a Senior Executive in Partnership and Marketing Manager at Africa Tikkun. Uh, we're talking about uh, working in our communities and, and making a change and a difference in communities around South Africa. Um, talking about the holistic view that Africa Tikkun takes. Um, Oni, you know, the, the, the Cradle to Career 360 model is absolutely phenomenal when it comes to looking at, at, at a child holistically and I, I like what you said at the beginning when you said that you actually take the view of a parent but that means that you need an incredible amount of human resources to to take this child through all of those processes um, are there volunteers available how do you make sure that that all of these different avenues are actually well staffed um, and have the people the right people in the right places um. We do. We have uh, we, we, one of our philosophies as an organization is that we are right in the middle of township communities uh, because we believe township is the next suburbs. Mm-hmm. And so when we do investment in infrastructure, investment in human resources, where we investment in skill, etc., um, or most of our resources invested right at the coalface of where it is needed. And and we part of our resources is to one build competences in local communities, uh, particularly among people there, and then use those competences to develop their own children and their own young people. And from time to time, we bring subject matter experts to look at quality control to ensure that we achieve the kind of impact that we need. So in terms of human resources, yes, we do employ plus or minus 600 employees, but of which 85% of them um, come from the local communities uh, where we work. However, what we do cannot be achieved without partnerships. We partner strongly with families, uh, with parents, caregivers, because we don't want to develop the child outside the context of that, that family or that community. We want them to develop, to develop their children or young people and by the time they're with us. We also kind of strongly... Oni, Oni, 
Sorry, Anya, uh, we, we seem to have lost you a little bit on your cell phone. Can you just move? Because uh, you're just cutting out a bit. Um, okay, what we'll do is, is, is that we'll call you back. But it, it is it is great to see that this is such a great organization doing very, very good work in our communities. I, I really do appreciate the fact that besides the fact that they are, are looking at communities and taking children, you know, and, and from a holistic perspective, from, from when they're born right up until when they actually have to look for um, an occupation, but also empowering people in the local community to provide these services. Anya, are you back? Thank you. Ah, fantastic stuff. So you were saying that you know you're taking people from the local community, upskilling them, um, in order for them to be able to do this. Yes, and uh, like I said, uh, we employ plus or minus 600 employees across our different operations in five communities, of which, you know, plus or minus 55% of them come from local communities. But we also cannot do what we do without the partnership of parents, uh, goggles, caregivers, who are sort of uh, the the primary um, um, custodians of those children and young people. And we really acknowledge their support and their work with us to make Make sure that whatever we do, we're doing it in partnership with them. But we also want to acknowledge the partnership of, of corporate partners who, mm. um, through their corporate volunteers or individual volunteers, come in uh, to provide things like career guidance, mock interviews for children, uh, providing different types of resources that we cannot access on our own and um, that have enabled us to be able to get to where we are. So in summary, in answer to your question, there's element of it which we resource ourselves, there's element that we look to the community to partner with us on, but it's more importantly, elements that we say to all our partners, whether they are corporate, they are government, they are individuals, to come alongside us because it takes a village to raise a child, yes, and certainly. particularly to raise a child In to become economically empowered. Um, uh, I just want to ask, if people do want to get a hold of you, what is the best possible way to do that? They can um, come to uh, call us on, on, on our cell phone number, sorry, on our landline numbers on 011-325-5914 during um, um, working hours. They can also email us at info, um, I-N-F-O, at Africa with a K, um, tikun, T-I-K-K-U-N dot org. Or they can also contact us on Facebook, on Africa Tikun NPC, on, or on Instagram, Twitter, on at Africa Tikun. We've got a few um, SMSs and WhatsApps, uh, well, uh, uh, tweets that have come in. Uh, one says, had the honor of working with this great organization, and I am in awe of their work and contribution in uh, South Africa. This is by Sibong. Uh, well, okay, let's just say Kweze, because that Keswe, because that's a lot easier. Keswe, that's a lot easier than the, 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 the name in the beginning. Sibonga Konke, I think is, it, I, I might have, have like totally messed up the name, but that's Sibonga Konke, uh, Keswa, uh, saying that had the honor of working with the, with this great organization and I am in awe of their work and contribution in South Africa. Do you find that there are a lot of people that, that are, very, you know, are, are in awe of what you do, but there's not, there doesn't seem to be a lot of, of talk, um, you know, around these organizations that are doing great work. We often just seem to, to focus on the negative as South Africans. We, we're grateful um, for support um, from all our partners and all the people who have supported us in one way or the other. And I think uh, you, you are absolutely right that sometimes we forget that there's a lot of good happening around us. South Africa, a lot of people are 
are fighting, are working hard to make sure that we have a different future and that we have a country that we are proud of. And I don't think we talk enough about it. Mm. And, and we're grateful that you gave us the opportunity to talk about it. And anyone who can support us in one way or the other to help us to get our name out there, but also to sort of uh, speak the message that if you want to get children to be the best they can, it's not just about feeding. Feeding is great. It's the means to an end. Education is the means to an end. But ultimately, the ultimate impact is that that child becomes a young person that can access the economy in real time. Anya, it's been an absolute absolute privilege. Um, really, really appreciate the time and wishing you all the best with the great work that you guys are doing. Thank you so much and really appreciate your time and this opportunity. Thank you so much. That's Anya Nwaniri, who is a senior executive as, uh, as well as partnerships and marketing manager for Africa Takun, doing absolutely phenomenal work. Um, it really is phenomenal work when it comes to children in South Africa looking at their development um, from cradle right up until Korea. It's a 360 model, um, holistic perspective. Please do look them up on their Twitter, all their social media handles. They are Africa you can also go onto the website because there's plenty of ways that we can actually help out in South Africa instead of just, you know, kind of moving the responsibility onto someone else. Let's become active citizens. It's just gone eight o'clock, which means it's time for the news with Greg Coase.